it has been common among philosophers to begin with how we know and proceed afterwards to what we know. How we know is one small department of knowing what we know. He wasn't even born when radio was invented, so he adapted himself to the new media with very conscious determination. He wasn't just famous for appearing to be an intellectual, he actually was a genuine intellectual. He's a great example of somebody who can be both, and I think he still commands a lot of respect. He knew that it was the way to get his ideas across to a much broader public than would otherwise be possible. Bertrand Russell was a mathematician and philosopher, an earl and an atheist, a peace campaigner and moral reformer. He was also, I think, the first intellectual star of the modern media age. Before Jacob Bronowski explained the ascent of man, before Kenneth Clark showed us civilization, before some physicist called Brian Cox used jazz hands to explain that entropy would be the end of it all, Bertrand Russell was bringing often radical thought to large radio and television audiences. Already 50 years old when the BBC began in 1922, Russell was a radio and TV presence educating, questioning and often riling the public until his death in 1970. I was born in a village once owned by the Russell family. Next to the village church is the Bedford Chapel, resting place of notable members of the Russell family, including Bertrand's grandfather, I may have become aware of the Russell family via the church, but it was their most famous atheist progeny who captured my imagination. Though 30 years on, I'm still some way from finishing all of the 71 books he published. And according to Nicholas Griffin, director of the Bertrand Russell Archive at the McMaster University in Canada, his earliest written works hardly hinted at the popular fame that was to come. He wrote a popular book on philosophy, which sold quite well. It's still in print. It's still the way a lot of people read their first philosophy and get interested in the subject for the first time. But apart from that, he was sort of regarded as the most forbidding and obscure and abstract of all the philosophers currently working. So he had a very sort of non-popular reputation at the time he started. I doubt any mathematician has read that book. It will be in every mathematics library, but, you know, I defy you to find a mathematician. I certainly haven't read it. Marcus de Sotoy discussing Principia Mathematica, one of Russell's most important academic works, and tackling his first great obsessions, logic and mathematics.